Warning, this podcast will contain spoilers about the series Hunted Australia. It'll contain some strong language and at some point may even contain a dog. Hide and Seek is a childhood classic game played by children all around the globe. But how about when they become grown-ups? Could they leave behind the lives they built and stay hidden in order to win a cash prize, evading capture from their country's elite team of hunters? My name's Craig. And I'm Nat. In 2022, we discovered the UK version of Hunted and became obsessed. We've since found out about Hunted all around the globe. And for this series of the podcast, we're going down under to talk all things Hunted Australia. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. I've just received information that we have 18 fugitives in two vehicles headed towards the Melbourne area. Copy check. Right, Jordan, we'll review the footage. Stand by. You've got to trust your instinct. I know you thought you were trusting them today. Uh, Maybe you were. We don't know if they came. That's just it. We don't. The thing that scares me the most about going on the run is paranoia. Just that whole unknown element of will we be hunted today? Surveillance in Australia, I just feel like everyone's being watched. If I can't outsmart the hunters, then how am I supposed to do my own job? It's almost conflicting to normally be the good guy. You're the bad cop now. Yeah, so. I still have to win. Why not my house? I mean, that's an option. That's a rookie error. Like, only because it's the first night, they'll be thinking, well, who are they going to reach out to first? I quite honestly don't think it's going to be an issue tonight. That's the access point right there for vehicles. So if we're going to deploy a sentry camera on that, we want to have it in a position that can cover the driveway and on foot straight at the front door. Oh, Delta team, what I need is you to put a camera up so we can see all access points. Keep them under surveillance. Do not get compromised. Is there anyone in the car? Oh, look, they might be leading down. I'm going to lose Jackie in a minute. Is that Jackie? That's Jackie. Jackie! Oh, hunters. That's her. That's her. Oh no! So it's time to get your capture pants on and run away from the hunters. It's not the hunters I'd worry about. It's the 400,000 crocodiles and 140 species of land snake. It's okay. No snakes or crocodiles are going to get you here. We're still in the UK. Jordan might though. Good point. Welcome to the Hunter Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Hunted Podcast. I can't believe we've actually made it. Do you know where we are? No, where are we? The final episode <gasps> of the series. We have now watched all of Hunted Australia. Can you believe it? Nice, no, a long one. It was a long one. To be honest, I didn't think like we were going to get through it. I didn't at the start. There was a bit in the middle where I did, and then we had a long one again. Yeah, but we've persevered through. Yeah. And we are now, finally, at the final episode and ready to talk all about Hunted Australia, season one, episode number... Nine. Yes, we've reached the finale. We know what happens. 
Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about the final episode today. But that's not it though, is it? On our nope. hunted Australia journey. Nope. Because? We got more. Yes. Such as? A little interview. Yes. With? Potentially. Potentially. Just got to make the time differences work. Yeah. We got to do some maths. Two people who have been very, very proactive in the last couple of episodes of the show. And we're also going to do an episode where we fully sit down and we compare the two. We're going to compare UK and Australia. So yeah, we're going to do a full episode on that as well, aren't we? Yes. So looking forward to that. Um, and yeah, and then we'll see where we are, whether we get to the UK version or not, and whether we get a UK version. Who, Who knows, knows at, at the this minute? Point? Yeah. Who, Who knows? knows? Right, before we delve into the episode, uh, we're getting a lot more Australian listeners now as well, which is great. So, uh, good day to you. Thanks so much for joining us. If you do want to get involved and you do want to interact with us, where can people do that? Uh, Twitter, at HuntedPod, Instagram, at HuntedPod, Facebook. Hunted Pod or email huntedpod at outlook.com. Or? Oh, no, there's a new one. Yes, there is. Is it the same as the others? Yes. Okay, so we are on threads. Yes. And it's Hunted Pod. Yes, at Hunted Pod on threads as well, because it's the same as Instagram. I posted some, I've not posted anything else on there since, but I was very proud of myself on that day because basically I uh, shared a post on threads, which was the. Um, Lovely meme of Lisa, lovely little <laughs> video gif, whatever you want to call it, of it's making me feel all warm inside. Yeah. Quickly followed by when you realise that you've just added another social media platform to your network and created more work for yourself. Fuck's sake. sake. Thanks, Jordan. Hope you're keeping well. Right. Um, Hunted Australia. Yep. Series, season one, episode number nine. Yep. Remind ourselves where we are in the game because we're going to be doing this episode a little right. bit differently, aren't we? So, last time we had... Last time we had Lavinia being captured, Jake and Rob splitting, Matt being captured... So at the end of last week, we were left with Staffy on his own, Jake on his own, and Rob on his own. Yes. So we've got three solo runners. Yep. And we are into um, the final two. We're still in the final two days. Yep. But it moves very, very quickly. It goes extremely quickly. Yes. Um, Now, over the last number of weeks... We have been doing, I forgot how many we've done. I'm going to say six. <laughs> okay. Um, we have done it by pairs yep. and by groups and yep. talked about their journeys. We're not going to do that, are we? Nope, because it's too complicated. Yes, it is way Moves too Moves too quickly. Yes. Uh, so we're going to just be talking about it, not by pairs, but by time e- countdown. Yep. So shall we begin? Okay, shall we begin at 27 hours to extraction? Yes, and... It starts with the chief, David Craig, again, giving another one of his pep talks. I feel like he gave quite a few in this episode. I didn't write down word for word what he said, but it was basically, you know, rallying people for the, to, um, to go. Mm. Something like, we're the best hunter team in the world. Um, I want those last three. Something like that. So, 27 hours to go. Yep. And um, we have just had the um, capture of um, Matt. Matt. Uh, so Alpha team are trying to get eyes on um, Staffy um, within the chill out fest where it was rumoured that he would go or yes. where he was going to go. But they couldn't do it, could they? They couldn't find him because... 
because he wasn't there. He wasn't there. He didn't go back to Dean. He went elsewhere and got help from a stranger called Adam. Yes, uh, he was feeling a little bit vulnerable and alone without his bag and, and things like that. But he was lying low and the end was in sight. Um, and that was it for 27 hours because we moved very quickly on to... 25 hours. I got 26. Oh, I didn't write down 26, sorry. Yeah, we got we got 26. Yeah. Um, HQ uh, now plotting positions uh, for a potential... Um, extraction and yeah. I wrote down game of chess because it's like who blinks now do we go after the fugitives as they are or do we start thinking about looking and analysing their movements and mm. where they're starting to head and where are we going to plot the pieces how best are we going to say checkmate yeah if we want to use that analogy and that's the only bit of a chess analogy that I can give you because I don't play chess <laughs> um, also have a bit of an update on where people were so Jake was in Harkness. He was planning to move uh, to use a core box and get away with a stranger. In Camberwell, we saw Rob, who was planning um, to use the burner phone that he had and ditch that. Um, and also use uh, special effects to disguise himself once again. All ground hunters at that point were um, to sent towards the Melbourne Central Business District, the Melbourne CBD, where it all started. Yeah. Um, and at that point, it was Staffy who would have been closest to the teams. Um, and at this point, it's the Hunters who, according to the show, are at their most powerful point uh, yet. 25 hours. 25 hours. We've got the helicopter on stang standby. We've got dogs. We've got drones. Hunters are ready to go. Um, and we also have another pep talk. Do we? Yeah. Come I on then. Can't remember what he says. I just wrote down another pep talk from DC. Right, okay. We have another pep talk. And also, this is when we see our fugitives calling the number that they have been given. So prior to going on the run, they get given a number, a date and a time. And they have to call said number on said date at said time. That's one thing that I really actually like about Australian Hunters. Um, mm -hmm. We don't see this, we don't get this information on the UK version. We're told that they have that number all along. Yeah. So all of those fugitive teams will have had that number and that information, which is basically a point to reach, which is at this date, at this time, you must call yeah. this number. Whereas, I might be wrong, but in the UK version... Basically, whoever's left will be told by their camera crew or their little production team. Because every crew, every fugitive team has yeah. their own production crew. There's a mini, there's a producer that produces that set. Yeah. And then a camera crew which follows them and so on and so on. So I actually quite liked that. Okay. It was quite, it was quite different knowing that they all had that information. Because it would have been quite interesting to see if anybody did try and call it. Yeah. If I would. If, even if I was out of the game, I'd just do it for a laugh. Well, yeah, because then it's going to throw the hunters off, isn't it? Yeah. Or Well, I don't know whether it would or not. I think, well, yeah, it might do. If you live you in that area, yeah, it's going to throw them off a little bit if you call it. But you don't know whether it gets taken off them when they are caught. That's also true, yeah. Like it might be something that gets taken off them. Also true, yeah. I'm sure we will, uh, we'll find out. Uh, but we get details of extraction. Yes, we do. 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Inverloch Coastal Reserve. Yeah. And annoyingly for you... It's flipping helicopter. Come on, people. It's Australia. You've got all these options. And another another 
bloody helicopter. Were you hoping, being Australia, that they were going to like jet ski the way out? Or something? That would have been amazing. Actually, they could have done that—a jet ski to extraction. Yeah, that would have been quite funny. You could have jet skied. We could have had a pat, a whatever boat, a speed boat. Is that a thing? Yeah, no, a speedboat okay. is definitely a thing. Okay, a speedboat. We could have had a train. Yeah. I know you're a big fan of a train. Expansion. I just I want a train. Want uh, but I was disappointed it was a chopper. Although, <laughs> you know, as we find out, it was on the beach. But still. It's a chopper. Yeah. You got a, you got a beach. You've got so many other things you could do. They could have swam out to a location or had to paddle boat out or something. Yeah. Make the challenge harder. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're being overly picky. Maybe. But we know it's at 1pm in Block Coastal Reserve. Um, and then we get some other details as well. But... We critically also get told where each fugitive is, as do the hunters team, and then it's up to them at this point to work out where yep. they were. So, did you get down where they were? I didn't know. Good job. One of us was paying <laughs> attention, isn't it? Are you contribute? Are you? Have you got anything to contribute to this week's podcast, or should I just talk through my notes? <laughs> I've got stuff to contribute. I've got, I've got three pages worth of notes here. I wrote down the important stuff. Okay. Uh, Jake, on the radar of uh, Delta. He uses a phone box. He does use a phone box. Uh, Staffy is in South Yara. Alpha, he, a uses, out. he uses John's phone. John is a friend and John books him a taxi. 13 cabs. Uh, <laughs> Rob is in Canterbury and puts the phone in the bin. And he's the last one um, to access the number yep. in terms of what's shown on the screen anyway. And that therefore alerts HQ that they're no longer looking for a two and a one, that they are looking for three. 24 hours to go. I didn't write down 24 hours to go. You literally top. Did you not? No, I didn't write down when what happened at 24 hours to go. But I have got that obviously John books him a ta- staffy a taxi and uh, Team Alpha go to speak to John and John tells him that he's booked staffy a taxi. Did you miss the bit on screen where it said 24 hours? Because yeah. that's under my 24 hours category. Okay. I was too busy writing notes to see the 24 hours. Yeah, of course you were. Uh, Staffy um, heading south in a taxi. is Alpha honing on his helper. And his helper equals Snitch. Snitch. Because he names Snitches the cab company. And therefore, the hunters are able to then go, Oh, well, um, we can trace cab company we can find out who was picked up from what point and therefore we can track the vehicle and follow his movements anything on jake um hq gets cctv of jake running to a car off camera um the car is being driven by a stranger that jake has befriended and who he got to drive him to the phone box and then he gets him to drive him to cordy's house now this is where it gets interesting because hq are doing a little bit of uh research and a little bit of strategic planning thinking about what move the fugitives mm-hmm. would make next they know about cordy and i find it quite interesting that um the hq team say that they've purposely not pursued her as a line of inquiry because they had a feeling that they would go back to her yeah. later in the game yeah they thought she was going to come again come up again and she does but they don't think that it's jake who's there no they think that it's going to be Rob. So they're going there looking for Rob, but Rob is actually getting a lift from some strangers who offer to drive him 
to very, very close to extraction. Yes. So he's gone. However, see, HQ do get CCTV of Rob making the call in his disguise because they notice his leg tattoo. Now, this is something which I did pick up on. And I said to you at the time, I went, because you could see his tattoo on the CCTV footage. I was like, his tattoo is going to give it away. Yeah. For example, right? It's almost the start of the football season again in the UK. Yeah. Um, so the transfer window is open. Players have gone back to training this week and the club are sharing <laughs> pictures of training and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and there was a picture of a player. who You couldn't see his face, but you could see his arm and it clearly had a, a tattoo, yeah. a recognisable tattoo. It turned out it was the goalkeeper from last season who had a loan, who hadn't yet signed. And then everyone was like, well, he's clearly there because here's this picture of him signing with his tattoo. Yep. Here's the picture of him in training with the same tattoo. Aww. Who's got that same tattoo? No, because it's quite an identifiable tattoo. Oh, he's either training with us or he's signing with us. He's signing with us. So my point is that the tattoo of um, Rob was going to identify him. Yeah. And later on in the process, I think that a couple of hours before when he's getting ready to travel to extraction, he does cover it up. He covers the ones on his arms yeah. up, but th- this is one on his leg that gives him away. And you're just thinking, oh, please, please, please cover them up because yeah. that's it's going to be something that's identifiable. If you've got an identifiable feature, cover it up. Mm. If you've got tattoos on your arms, cover them. Do everything to trip or do what Nick Speakman did in the Celeb Hunted, wear fake tattoos. Yeah. If you've not got tattoos, go the other way. Yeah. Throw the hunters off the scent using every tactic possible. Hmm. Even if, when they take your photos, you've got one on. Like, because you can get good temporary ones. See, I think at that point, I think you've got to, I think as part of the game, I think you've got to be you. I don't think you can cover them or put fake yeah, ones on. Yeah, but if you get it, if you put it on before taking the photos... And you say that you've had it done since you signed up. I like you thinking. I just think that the production team won't allow that. I think as part, they'll have done the research. They'll know. Mm. I think it comes in. I think you've got to look at it the opposite way around. I get what you're saying, but you do it the opposite way around. If you've got distinguishing tattoos and stuff, as soon as you can, cover them. When you when the game starts, cover them. You're thinking cover them before the game starts. No. I'm not thinking cover them before the game starts. I'm thinking put a temporary one on before the game starts so they think you've got one. So they're looking for someone with one. I, I, yeah. We're both saying the same thing. We're both saying it in a different way. And both both have got <laughs> different, different ways of doing it. Shall we move on? Yeah. Right. Because... So, HQ, then get eyes on Cordy's address. Yeah? Yes. Yeah? Good. We're on the same bit. They get eyes on Cordy's address. They think Rob's going to be there, but Jake is there. They have a little knock on the door. And that little knock on the door panics Jake. And he's out of there. He's out of there. He's over fences. And he's off and running. Yeah. And to be fair to him, he does get a fair way and he does get a good head start. Mm -hmm. And there's only one thing which lets him down which we'll come on to in a minute um i did like uh, hq there because all throughout this um you know there's been this battle between simph graham simph and dorfer yep. again apologies if i said your surname wrong can we just call you graham smith be easier um <laughs> and obviously with jake being a copper there's obviously a little bit of friendly rivalry mm-hmm. there and things like that 
Um, and so he started to get a little bit excited. And then you get Reese in the chair saying, Corden, detain, capture. And it's, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's funny. Um, the locked gates outside the property weren't a problem for Team Alpha. Nah, climbing over. Yeah. Ibis, a.k.a. Jace, was uh, up and over. Up no and over. dramas. No, no dramas. issues. Um, yeah, so once they're in the property, there is one thing, as you said, that gives Jake away. And that is that he leaves a little wet footprint. Yes, as he's clambering up and over um, the rain or whatever, as uh, a puddle of water has left, got on his boot, he's left a bit of a footprint. Mm-hmm. And uh, therefore, it's very easy for Team Alpha to deduce and correctly deduce that somebody has hopped it over yes. the fence. And who in the right mind would hop it over the fence to go and buy some milk? Nobody, you'd use the front door. So it must therefore be a fugitive. Yes. And to be fair, um, Jake does really, really well. He gets on, he gets on his bike or doesn't. No. He gets on his bike in terms of the phrase and runs and finds a nice little place to hide. But fear, anxiety and worry take over thinking I'm sitting too close. I'm a sitting duck. I need mm-hmm. to move. One, should have stayed where he was. Yep. Two, when he does go, you see a nice little shot of a push bike. That he and walks past. Police officer or not, I'm nicking that. Yeah, because I'm on that. It'll get returned. Yeah. So of no, it will. no issue about it. It'll get returned. Just take it. Yeah. I'm sure someone will leave a note. Yeah. It'll be fine. Get get on you literally get on the bike. Literally and get gone. Yeah. Cause it it sort of it causes issues for him. Yeah. Cause he pops out right in front of Team Alpha. Yeah, and Team Alpha. Get on the foot chase. Michelle goes one way. Jace goes the other as he goes across the sports field, constantly shouting, which would give me a nice little um, smile um, that you don't jump the fence, you'll hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> little throwback to, uh, to our friend Steve Cotton, the UK <laughs> version. Um, was it Anna and Elizabeth who uh, were running, de- captured in, in the bushes and yes. got caught up and everything? Yeah. And the health and safety stuff started yes. after that. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of, don't don't climb the fence, don't climb the fence. And he starts to climb the fence. And then I have wrote, written down, bottom tick. Yeah, you've written down bottom tick. I've written down, quite literally took his ass out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was, uh, you know, you've been hunted and it was shake hands and search. And that is, spoiler alert, the final capture of it is. the season. Now, all throughout this season, you've had a little gripe, haven't you? About captures, especially when they're running. Yes. Australian hunters like to have a little shout of, stop, stop right there. You've been hunted. You need to stop. Right. Do they? Because you don't get that in the UK. Capture is hands on. Not shouting, flipping five minutes down the road. Stop. I have a response. Oh, no. You've hidden this from me. I've hidden this from me. I mean, to be fair, I did only get this response today. Oh, okay. And I got home. We had an ice cream on the garden. Came upstairs to record the podcast. Yeah, good point. Apologies, by the way, if you can hear Harry in the background sort of whimpering. It's a very hot day. He won't go outside. (laughs) He won't wear his cooling jacket. (laughs) But he also won't leave us alone. No. (laughs) Um, So you can just sort of hear him in the background. Um, Anyway, this is the message um, from one of the Australian hunter teams. Oh, no. 
in response to your to my annoying, your annoyance. yeah, right, okay. Every now and again, there are production requirements, but nothing that affects the hunt or captures. The reason we have teams yelling stop as they chase the fugitives is because it's a police thing. We are taught to be we are taught to verbalize what we want them to do, but production also wants us being verbal so it adds a bit of drama. I don't think it adds any drama. I think it just looks a bit silly. Sorry to the person who answered us, but I'm I'm sticking with my point. If I was that fugitive, I'd be turning around and going, no, I don't. Bye, love. <laughs> and just... I get it. I really do get it. But I just think I get what they're saying. I get why they do it. Yeah. Of course I do. But we've done however many series over here, civilian and celeb, and at no point do they shout. Would you be happier if they took out the phrase you've been hunted and saved that for the actual capture? Because the UK <laughs> version, they do shout, they do say, stop, you've been, you've, you've been. They never, they never shout, you've been hunted. They do shout stop though. They shout stop, but they, but it's, I don't mind the stop. It's the, you've got to stop. And the, sh and the shouting of, you've been hunted. No, you haven't been hunted until this hands on. Okay, you're very picky with the rules, aren't you? Look, let's stick to... If there's rules, let's stick to them. Would you be happy if they took out that you, you've got to stop? And that you've been hunted. Okay. If they just shouted stop, maybe a little oi there, I'd be happy. Okay. Uh, anyway, we have got a catcher. 24 hours uh, to go. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's uh, out of the game. The wet footprint gave the, the, the track away. Yeah. There was a chase. Um, quite literally took his ass out of the game, as I said. And I also wrote down at the end, shake hands and search. <laughs> yeah. It was a shake hands. You know the drill. And then I think Jake even said, where are your handcuffs? He did make a joke about handcuffs, yeah. which I found, which I did yeah. find quite funny. Um, yeah. And then we are in to uh, 20 hours to yeah. go uh, with Staffy's taxi. Now traces he arrives in Cape Patterson. Uh, I think I might have got this figure wrong, so I, I've second guessed it. $267. It was something ridiculous. Because uh, it was a long taxi. Uh, it was a long taxi ride. Uh, down to his last $4. Yep. And the exact location gives um, HQ the thought process on what the extraction could be because obviously they have the, the location mm -hmm. of where 13 cabs has dropped off uh, Staffy. And then we get ourselves a nice little time jump uh, from 20 hours to three. Yeah, I was quite surprised by like the time jump it yeah. was it felt like a massive time jump i did at one point think i'm going to end up filling the rest of my notepad <laughs> because we literally went from 27 26 25 24 20 and then, then three and then three there was a big time jump. yeah i mean suppose you know yeah but to say that extraction is what 1 p.m that would make it work backwards 10 yeah 10 a.m yeah yeah so Obviously, I'm guessing like over here, they have the times when they're not allowed to move. Yeah. So you've got that time. I think you've got bedtime and a bit extra there. Yeah, I agree. So there's no, you know, no point in doing 21 hours. 
2019 20, uh, 20, hours. 18. <laughs> no. no, let's just skip to when the action is. And uh, they do. Um, yep. As the chief, David Craig, gathers everyone uh, around for another one final pet talk. <gasps> um, just, uh, you know, getting everyone ready for the day. Oh. Expressing that point that he wants to get a clean sweep. There's two yep. left in the game at this point. Let's yep. get them both. Let's chalk them both off. Um, Staffy is feeling the nerves mm-hmm. um, and gets uh, a lift from Ruby, who drops him off 3k Three kilometres, is it? Yes. Three kilometres. Three kilometres. Uh, out away from the extraction point. And he's going to take the coastal route to avoid drones and choppers. Smart. Very clever there. I like his thinking. Try and stay as close to the land yep. as you can and use the natural of the, the backdrop to, to help you yep. out. Yep. Um, I get that we then go to two hours. Yes, we do. So we have another jump. Go to two hours. Um, and we've got Rob covering his tattoos. And we've got ground hunters to Inverloch and we've got Team Bravo in the helicopter. A.K.A. the excited schoolboys. Excited schoolboys are in the helicopter. However, it then, we then go to one hour as we they do. get in the helicopter. So it's one hour till extraction, but the helicopter is 53 minutes away. Yes. So it's very, very tight and already the drama is uh, is there for all to see. Yeah. Um, with an hour to go, Staffy's low confidence at this point uh, has, has pushed him to make, um, has pushed him onto the main route. Um, but he gets a local to help him out, aka bike lady, who is cycling ahead of him, looking around to see if she can spot anyone and then going, big thumbs up yeah. uh, to signal that the coast is clear. And we sort of have a um, Sarah Kibble moment of a, can I be your friend? Can I walk with you? Can I walk with you? Can I be your friend? Can I walk with you? So I blend in and there's a there's a giving of the jacket to help him blend in. And then we have Bike Lady and her big thumbs up. She's loving life. Uh, <laughs> did you spot her at the extraction, by the way? She, she no, stayed I didn't, with him to but the you said he was, she was there. Stayed with him till the end. Um, so, uh, that's Staffy. Rob, uh, Ian has been taken by Rob directly to the location, so he's not got a lot of running or anything Mm-mm. to do. He's literally there. And he held off and held off and held off for as long as he physically could. He did. After covering up his uh, tattoos and things like that as well. Um, I did write down he should have done that yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, uh, one hour to 30 minutes. And at yep. this point, HQ are still unsure on what the extraction will be. Um, they had a guess at a plane because they've started looking at all the systems and things like that. So now they're looking at it. Yeah. Um, and then just as the magic happens, um, Bravo spot the red chopper and we get the information. This is critical because we don't get this in the Mm-mm. UK one again. That when the chopper lands, there will be 10 minute. There'll be a 10 minute countdown. And um, that is it. Um, they spot the chopper. Yep. They spot it landing. The location is shared and all units are diverted. Bravo are on foot um, and they've got a 700 metre run to the yep. beach. Staffy is seen waiting for the final sprint. Yep. And then with five minutes to go, we get our first winner. We get Rob on the helicopter he's arrived and he's running he's first on board and therefore he is safe now i've seen a few people comment about this in the uk version as well once they're on the chopper until it's taken off could they not be captured no the chop the being on the helicopter being in the chopper Mm. 
strapped in or whatever, once you are on there, that is it. It's like when you play Tig as a kid and you have the safe. It's yeah. like, no, I'm on whatever you used to call it. What do you use? Base. To... I'm on base. Yeah. You're safe. I'm on the safe base. So he's safe. Yes. Um, the, of course, the hunters, if they'd got there first, yeah. like what happened in Celeb Hunters yeah. last series, they could can surround the chopper and stop them get try and stop them getting on. But once they are on, they cannot yep. be captured. Nope. So from five minutes to three minutes, and Staffy knows now he must run. He's still got his bag. He has. And but then that's, he ditches it. That's gone. Yeah, he He's should, sort of like a, nope, don't buy. Probably should have ditched that before. I wouldn't have even taken it with me. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't have even thought about taking that. I would have just left it. Yeah. And gone, I'll pick it up at some point. The less you need, the less amount of stuff yeah. possible on the last day because yeah. you just need You just need drink. to run. And to run and yeah. to know where you're going. Yeah. Um, and he does run. It's leg power all the way. But Bravo have also made Oof. it towards the beach. The drama is, is, is yeah. stepping up. They're running on the sands. They've got eyes on the chopper from one side. And then all of a sudden we see Staffy appear from the other side. And it's a race. Go, 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 go. However, we have one winner. And that is Staffy. Yes. Who gets onto the helicopter. With literally, it must be like seconds to spare. Yes, and the excited schoolboys fall down on the sh- on the sand. Once they've told the helicopter to stop. Yeah, can they uh, imagine the shop? <laughs> Sorry, lads, I've just been told by the schoolboys <laughs> that I must stop. Therefore, I cannot fly away. The, therefore, you've been hunted. The Sorry, school lads. Boys need to high five. They've not done it for a few days, so I need to land. I'm really sorry. Uh, instead, they had a little lie down in the sand <laughs> after shouting the word fuck. Yeah. Um, and they are wrote down bravo down and out. <laughs> bravo down and out. No clean sweep for Australian hunted. No. Uh, David Craig um, and and everyone in HQ to get within seconds of the clean sweep disappoints us. Um, but there's a rallying call from Reese as well, saying, you know, you did your best. Yeah. Um, and what I did write down is one of my favourite uh, sayings as well, and uh, I think David Craig does epitomise this in his closing uh, moments, and that is um, humble in victory, gracious in defeat. Aww. And he certainly um, was that. I did quite enjoy... Uh, I didn't write this down, Yeah. Um, but there was something which Ben said at the mm-hmm. end as well, which I thought was quite good. He made a point of saying that Sometimes it would take hundreds of um, yeah. hunters to track one fugitive, and it would take years. years. Some people haven't been caught. Some people successfully stay on the run. But yep. this team of hunters managed to track down, what, 16, 16 fugitives? In 21 days. In 21 days, which is some achievement. Uh, so well done uh, to them, and well done to the winners as well. Also had to notice, had to uh, note down, that whilst they would have got... Um, $50,000 a piece. Yeah. In actual fact, it's twenty five. Yeah, because they both them. decided to split, which was quite cute. That's quite nice. Like, you didn't get to the end, but you can still have some money. And that's it. We've reached the end. That is the uh, end of our Hunted Australia review. Yeah. Um, What did you make of that final episode then in terms of comparisons to the UK version? Because two weeks ago, mm. when we watched the penultimate episode and things like that, when we watched the one, the penultimate, penultimate episode, the second, yeah, no, yeah, I know which one. Not last, not the penultimate episode the week before. Yeah. 
we had all the tension and stuff. Yeah. And I was really thinking the building this really ought to be really yep. good. I'd seen a lot of good positive comments about it. But in comparison to the final of Celeb Hunted, even this... the way it was edited, it left me feeling a little bit flat. Yeah. I could feel the frustration and the joy of the winners. Mm. But there was something not yeah. quite there for and me. And even when you compare it to you and Thomas's year. See ya, mate. Yeah. That final moment of... It's sort of the same as you've got here. Him running from one way, Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. Running from the other. And you think that they're going to meet. Whereas here, I didn't really have that feeling of, oh, he's going to get caught. Yeah. They they didn't make it look like he was going to get caught. So there was a lack of like final moment tension. Yeah. And to be honest, I think it will will take a lot to top that last yeah. scene in Celebrity Hunter that's been on the UK. But, you know, it was still a good final episode. Mm-hmm. We still had a lot. I liked the way they did it with the countdown. Yeah. I loved a little bit of information there. And I also liked the maps again that they showed yeah. on screen of where people were. Um, and, you know, we wish them all the very best for season two because it is out. It is coming out very, very soon. Um, season two of Australian Hunted. In now Australia. In Australia. Now, we've been asked a few questions about um, this. Um, and we, we've got to answer them. So, July the 17th, it comes out uh, in uh, Australia. 10 days. Um, which will be on Monday. So, obviously... A week on Monday. No, it will be, when this goes out, it'll be Monday. Oh, when this goes out, it'll be Monday. Yeah, because um, this will go out next Friday. We are on the 7th at the minute. We are, this yes. This goes out on the 14th and it's the 17th that it starts. Yep. Um, so it starts on Monday in Australia. We've had a lot of people asking us whether we're going to be reviewing it off the back of this series mm-hmm. and doing it almost as it goes out. The simple answer is no. Um, logistically, we can't. Mm-mm. Because we thought about it and we did discuss it. Yeah. Um, and we had a look to see if we could get 10 play in the UK. 10 play, uh, which is the platform that it's on, is not accessible in the UK for a UK nope. audience. There is a way we could get it, and that is to use a VPN, which is a virtual private network, which basically tells your browser that you're in a different country. So yep. we could do that. But we also have to bear in mind that a lot of our listeners, um, a lot of you guys, even though we're delighted to have picked up a lot of Australians and yeah. people, you know, to come on board, a lot of our listeners are still in the UK and it would be unfair on them to put episodes out which contain spoilers over something that they're potentially not going to get to see for six months, maybe a year. Yeah. So we are going to wait until it hits official channels in the UK, which given the state of the UK ones at the minute, I don't think, that, that Channel 4 may well do a deal with yeah. 10 Play and get that out soon. sooner rather than later. Yeah. But as soon as it hits official channels in the UK, as long as there's not a UK version showing at that specific time, we will, of course, review it. Yes. Um, so we will get around to it at some point. But we really do appreciate all your lovely, kind comments, um, all your inside information, and all of that as well. We will review Season 2, but not until it no. comes out officially in the UK. Um, right, let us know your thoughts on all things um, Hunted Australia. Did you enjoy the series? Would you watch season two? What would you like to see in season two? Keep the conversation going because we'd love to hear from you. Twitter, at Hunted Pod. Instagram, at Hunted Pod. Facebook, Hunted Pod. 
threads at HuntedPod or email HuntedPod at Outlook.com. Yes, please do get in touch. And if you're going to email, please make sure you put something in the email yeah. itself. Bit of a shorter one this week because, you know, it went quite quick. And yeah. uh, that's what happens with, with these things. But uh, we will be back with you because even though we have now officially finished watching Hunted Australia Season mm-hmm. 1, we're not done. No. We've got um, potentially two interviews coming up Ooh. with... One of the winners, <gasps> Staffy and Matt, will be yes. joining us. Hopefully, if we can get all the tech to work and we can make the time differences work, yeah. Um, we will hopefully be hearing as well from Sonny Joe and Grace, who of course fingers crossed were captured earlier in the series. But we've got to wait until um, early August to record that because uh, I think Grace is actually globe trotting at the minute, so they're not together. So it's logistically difficult. So we'll get that out at some yeah. point. Um, but we will also be doing an episode where we sit down and review the comparisons between the UK version and the Australian mm-hmm. version, answering questions like what we'd like to see move over and all of those little things. And what as well. we didn't so, like. Yeah, all of that thing as well. So we'll have an episode on that. Mm-hmm. So we're not quite done with Hunted Australia yet. No. So make sure you keep following us on all things social media. Congratulations to Staffy. Yeah. Congratulations to Rob. Well done to both of you. Well done for being the first winners of uh, Australian Hunted. And good luck to those who are about to be shown for season two. Um, I'm sure it'll be as exciting mm-hmm. of the first. We've been promised that there'll be a little bit more focus on what the ground hunters do yep. in season two. That'd be cool to see. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if the other little things which clearly impacted season one interfere again. COVID, um, Numbers in HQ, we mm-hmm. obviously had a massive jump between when people got caught as well. I think there was a seven-day jump at one yes, point. Yes, there was. There? So be interesting to see how that plays out and how, and what um, things the, uh, the new fugitives mm-hmm. get up to as well. So looking forward to seeing that. Right, any more final closing comments on uh, the season that you've just watched? I don't believe so. Not at the moment. Okay. Apart from I like the operations table and the chief's notepad. Fair enough. That's all you've got to take they're away my, from They're it. my closing comments. I promise you there will be a lot more discussion there will than be, yes. that in our yeah. final uh, review. Uh, make sure you keep following us. One last reminder then of those social media channels. Twitter, at HuntedPod. Instagram, at HuntedPod. Facebook, HuntedPod. Threads, at HuntedPod. Or email HuntedPod at Outlook.com. Fan. Fantastic. And don't forget, if you're listening to this podcast, to like, rate and subscribe. Tell all your friends about it and help the Hunted community grow. For now, though, that is all that we have got time for. Your time on the pod is over and you have been hunted. We will see you next time on uh, the Hunted podcast. Good day. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Try to play, but you're never gonna beat me Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands stain from the people who deceive me Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy You don't wanna be fast asleep when they scheme me Better stay tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try the chains, you can say no, free me